You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinyar. I'm not doing this. I'm writing about NFL and fantasy football for SportingNews.com. Heading to Arizona here to uh, get a first-hand look at Super Bowl 57 between the Eagles and Chiefs. Excited to do that. Covering another one for Sporting News. Uh, Before we head there and get deep into the betting and DFS side of the game, we're going to do our traditional matchup Wednesday show. So we're going to look at the rankings of quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end, as well as defense. We know the pools are pretty shallow for some of these positions as there's only two teams involved in the Super Bowl. But this is more of a breakdown to say which side will have a better game at particular positions based on the matchups in Super Bowl 57. So looking forward to that breakdown on today's show before heading out there and checking things out on the ground in the Phoenix area. So excited, a lot more to come for you, breaking down the game. Three days of Super Bowl preview on Lockdown Fantasy Football. This episode of Lockdown Fantasy Football is brought to you by Nissan. The only thing more exciting than the big game is the all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria. There's only a few days left in the Super Bowl. That's right, we only have uh, four days until we're going to kick off. Are you ready? The Nissan Aria, the EV for people who love to drive. Learn more at Nissan USA. Thanks again for making Lockdown Fantasy Football your first listen every day. We're free and available to you on all platforms. All right, it's time to dive into the game. And first, we'll look at the quarterback matchup in Super Bowl 57. Jalen Hurts for the Eagles, your probable NFL MVP. We'll find that out on Thursday evening. Patrick Mahomes winning his second MVP there. And Jalen Hurts probably going to be up there runner-up. Right now, Jalen Hurts is the favorite to be Super Bowl MVP. So interesting there that Mahomes has the momentum from the regular season, but Hurts maybe getting a little bit of a benefit of the doubt that his shoulder's fully healed with the two weeks off between the championship game and this round. He hasn't played all that well. They didn't need him a lot, though, because the Giants didn't put up much of a fight. It was 31-7. That game was 31-7 against the 49ers after they lost the quarterback. So Jalen Hurts has been able to be off. He didn't run all that well against the 49ers. Did get a rushing touchdown. He missed a few deep throws. So he's going to have to play a lot better. But I think he's now further removed from that shoulder injury. So we look at Hurts and what he can do this game versus Mahomes and that Eagles defense. So let's look at Hurts first. I mean, we know the running is going to be an element. The Chiefs linebackers are not bad. Nick Bolton and Willie Gay. They're pretty good at recognizing plays and they can get after the quarterback. But I think it's going to slow down the blitz that Steve Spagnuolo has from the linebackers and defensive backs here. So they're not going to be as reluctant or as aggressive, I should say, and more reluctant to put a player that's in position to overrun Jalen Hurts and let him take off downfield for big chunk runs. I think they want to be more in spy mode with some of their guys in the middle of the field, especially Bolton Gay and the safety Juan Thornhill. So that's going to freeze the pass rush a little bit. They do get a lot of work on the inside. Their sack leader was Chris Jones, as expected, defensive tackle, 15 and a half sacks, but rest by committee. They got a few from George Karloftis, Mike Dana, Frank Clark, 
and Kalen Saunders up front, but a lot of their pressure comes from blitzing when it's not Chris Jones controlling the middle of the field. So the Eagles are pretty strong in the middle with Isaac Samalo and their longtime center, Jason Kelsey. He's maybe the Kelsey that's not getting enough attention to the offensive side in this game versus Travis, his more high-profile brother here, but Kelsey's still playing at a high level here with Samalo. They're both free agents, so they're going to be motivated here. This could be the last run with the Eagles. They're going to control the inside against Chris Jones, so that's good. Again, the blitzing is not going to be as uh, free-flowing here for Spagnolo either, so... This is a really good matchup for Jalen Hurts when you get to the pressure is going to be limited and contained by that Eagles league best offensive line. So the running opportunities are going to be there. The Eagles should have some traditional rushing success against the Chiefs as well. The Chiefs are pretty decent against the run, but the Eagles can be relentless and they can control things up front with the line of scrimmage, both in pass protection and with run blocking. So I do like Jalen Hurts to have more pick or poison opportunities in this game. Remember, in a lot of matchups, say they run into the Titans, what happens? Uh, they have a bad pass defense. They have an awesome run defense. What are they doing that game? They got nuts with A.J. Brown and threw downfield to him. So they're really good at morphing into the strengths that are necessary to attack the weaknesses of the other team. So the Chiefs are decent against the run. I think how they energized that a little bit is a little bit of Jalen Hurts, so it opens up the backfield possibilities for Miles Sanders, and Kenneth Gainwell has been a strong change of pace here as well. So look at that. Jalen Hurts will be in good position to run because the Chiefs are going to worry about that, and he's also going to be in great position to throw against those young corners if that interior pass rush can be contained and they can't blitz. So that's going to be really good news for Hurts having all kinds of time to throw downfield, and you have a lot of young corners back there. Legere Sneed was an A-slot guy but pressed into duty. There on the outside. You also have the three rookies. Trent McDuffie's played really well out of Washington to be a pretty decent starter, but he's still a rookie. You also have uh, those younger corners as well on the other side with uh, Watson and Williams. They were also rookies drafted here, so there's going to be some matchups he's, he likes. They use uh, some 12 personnel, and they also can stretch the field and spread the field out with their three receivers. Uh, they can bring in uh, Quez Watkins is a speedy deep threat there to complement A.J. Brown, put Devonta Smith in the slot if necessary, create a mismatch for Brown inside as well. So I really like Brown versus these corners. Remember, he can split double teams and deliver that way. And if he's covered, well covered there, you've got also Smith who can uh, get himself open. Smith has really benefited from the presence of Brown, the attention he gets downfield and all over the field as a physical receiver that needs to see double teams to be contained. So really looking at that, it's a really good news for the receivers. And then don't forget in the middle of the field, if they got to be contained and if they do bring blitzes, they're going to leave some one-on-one -on -one matchups in the middle for Dallas Goddard as well. And the Chiefs have been up and down in their tight end coverage. It's been a little bit better this year because their linebackers have been better, but Overall, I think something's going to be available, and that's what the Eagles do. They're just going to look at what you are going to try to do to stop them. They're going to see who opens up as a result of it, what aspect of their game, passing or running. So I do love Jalen Hurts as the better quarterback to be productive in this game. I don't think he'll necessarily throw for higher volume in this game in terms of attempts, but in terms of getting the ball downfield for yards per attempt and having those big plays to Brown and Smith, as well as the rushing ability with the potential for red zone scores, I think you look at Jalen Hurts being the stronger play. Now, Patrick Mahomes, he's a better bet, I think, to go for 300 yards in this game and go 300 at two. Well, I think Jalen Hurts is the guy that could blow up for like 
200 on the ground or 200 through the air I should say maybe 50 to 60 on the ground and maybe three total scores so that's how I kind of break it down so 200 on the ground would be really good news for the Eagles if Hertz gets there but if he goes 200 50 and 3 I think that's very reasonable in this game for Jalen Hurts where I think Patrick Mahomes might be more like a 302 in this game so that's how you break down this matchup Mahomes is going to do a lot of passing I know he can run and score that way but he's got the ankle he's recovering from two weeks later so we'll have to see what goes on here but uh, again I would lean towards Hurts being the more effective quarterback in Super Bowl 57 therefore the more productive there for fantasy football purposes. All right, so we broke down the quarterbacks, and we'll look at the running backs and wide receivers, and then we'll close with the tight ends, defenses, then we'll look at the betting line and over-under and prediction for the game in our final segment. We'll break down again the other interesting bets there that are available with the props. We'll do that on Thursday show, then we'll close looking at DFS on Friday show. So a lot to come here breaking down the game. Today's episode of Locked On Fantasy Football is brought to you by... A fun, fun game. It's called Ultimate Football GM. You've heard me talk about this mobile game app, and I can tell you that it's so much fun competing against fellow Locked On NFL host Chris Carter, Locked On Steelers, great host and a great player of this. He was the Locked On NFL champion, so it was really tough to keep up with him. It's a fun salary cap game, and you just had to keep playing more and more to get better at it. Well, now it's your turn to compete. But more on that later, ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing a football franchise? Well, your dream can come true, and this game is definitely for you. You'll manage every strategic aspect of your team, play through seasons, and lead your team to glory trying to build a dynasty. With Ultimate Football GM, you're responsible for controlling the destiny of your franchise by hiring the right coaches and coordinators, training players, navigating your franchise through free agency and the draft, and all the ups and downs of a season. It is fantastic to play. It's easy. I love looking at the roster moves that you can make. It's almost NFL free agency time, the draft, so... That's the mode we get into once uh, fantasy football live action is over. So this is another way to experience the fantasy of enjoying football. All this in the challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Football Jam is completely free and playable offline. You can play on the go as you want and when you want to. We've created a Locked On League for you to compete against other Locked On fans all over the world. Can you be the ultimate Locked On Football GM? Choose the Locked On League in the app to join. You can create your own football dynasty there. Locked On Fantasy Football listeners can get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code LOCKED ON. That's all caps, LOCKED ON. That's LOCKED ON in all caps, so make sure you check it out today. Download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the app stores. That's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM, start your dynasty today. All right, it is uh, time to continue the show here on Locked on Fantasy Football. We're going to look at the running backs and wide receivers and the matchups that exist for them and kind of stack them together in ranking. So at quarterback, in our first segment, we have Hurts 1, Mahomes 2. Very simple. We have more options here to explore at running back. I think the guy with the best matchup in this game, in between working it against the defensive tackles of the Eagle, Javon Hargrave, is more of a pass rusher, Isaiah Pacheco. The Chiefs really need to run the ball in this game. That's how you attack and defeat the Eagles. We saw the Commanders do it. They also got help from some key takeaways, but they just pounded the Eagles inside. That was their big weakness. That's also a underrated strength of the Chiefs' offense is they got Creed Humphrey in the middle of the field controlling things at center. You've got Trey Smith is a fantastic player, and, of course, Joe Thune, the longtime Patriot here. So pound it on the Eagles, wear down their pass rush. It's very good inside with Hargrave and Fletcher Cox. Get those guys worn down. 
get them to put Jordan Davis in there more, who can limit his uh, pass rush pop there as well. So it all makes sense to run the ball effectively. So I like Isaiah Pacheco in particular because he's the the between-the-tackles power guy with some burst and speed here. It's a much better game for him overall than Jarek McKinnon because we know TJ Edwards and the Eagles linebackers are pretty active and can get around here. So the key with McKinnon is setting him up on screen. So Pacheco is the number one running back with the top matchup. It's about the Chiefs giving him 10 to 15 touches. He's seen the workload increase in key moments more and more, including in the passing game. So that's why I like Isaiah Pacheco maybe separating a little bit from the committee with McKinnon and having a bigger role here against the Eagles. Now, Miles Sanders would have to come in second. I mean, he's the lead for the Eagles, uh, but we've seen Kenneth Gainwell have a great playoff run here. He had the first career 100-yard rushing game against the Giants. was very effective, as well as Boston Scott cleaning up against the 49ers. Scott is a free agent, so he might be playing for something. Sanders a little bit motivated as well, but there's a better chance the Eagles could be in control in the lead and split this up a little bit. Sanders, Gainwell, Scott, where I think Pacheco might be more of the situational guy that is okay either way for the Chiefs with the power running and the receiving if necessary, depending on the situation. Because McKinnon, a little bit more telegraphed when he's in the game that they're not going to run it between the tackles. So we look at that, Sanders has a little bit more competition. The Chiefs' run defense is pretty good, as we mentioned, and uh, that's helped them get into pass rush mode. They did have the 55 sacks, but Eagles would also benefit from running, take pressure off Hurts. And Sanders going as well, playing them off the zone read type game here. So Sanders will play well in this one. He's had a pretty good playoff run. So he comes in at number two. McKinnon comes in at three. I think if the game script gets out of hand, you'll see a lot of McKinnon dump offs to him here. The Eagles are the team more likely to have the big lead here. So that's why I like Pacheco number one if the Chiefs play with lead and McKinnon more if the Eagles play with lead. Sanders somewhere in between that. Now, Kenneth Gainwell, you can look at. He's been coming on. He could be a secret weapon here for the Eagles with his quickness against those linebackers, especially if they're frozen and can't do too much with spy mode for the Chiefs. So when you look at uh, that, uh, I think that's a really effective situation there. And then I don't think we'll see Ronald Jones or Clyde Edwards later in this game. So forget about that. Scott will probably get a handful of touches, so not much to be seen there. Now we turn our attention to wide receiver and A.J. Brown is a guy that we're looking at as number one. I mean, Devonta Smith and A.J. Brown, they're the two best wide receivers in this game. And overall, I think they can make the big plays that win this game. Brown downfield, we've seen him split double teams and have a lot of success. Smith working opposite Brown if he has double teams and single coverage as well as working in the middle of the field. They can get better matchups for him in the slot, especially if they keep LeJarius Sneed outside. So when we're looking at that... It is uh, very effective here where they can go downfield to Brown, go underneath to Smith, look at Dallas Goddard as well. But I think this game is going to be dominated by the Eagles wide receivers. They're clearly one and two on the season here that you're looking at. Now, Juju Smith-Schuster, Kadarius Toney, we'll see if how healthy they are in this game, but they're more the guys that would have to attack the Eagles here because the Eagles are really good on the outside with Darius Slay and James Bradbury. So when we're looking at it overall and uh, – just with the situation, you go and say that, okay, these guys are the ones in the middle of the field to make big plays. I think Marquez Valdez-Scantling will be a little contained here, and uh, that's uh, what's going to go on. So I, I really like uh, the Chiefs uh, going inside a little bit more in this game to Tony Juju Smith-Schuster, create something after the catch, big slot, little slot going that way, and MVS, deep threat, was probably going to be contained by two things, the Eagles pass rush here with their 70 sacks and getting to Mahomes from all angles here, as well as looking at uh, 
really the coverage there with Bradbury and Slay on the outside. I think Tony and Juju, they can move around away from those guys. So something to watch there for sure. Now, Quez Watkins, he's a sleeper to make a big play here if uh, Brown and Smith get the attention from those uh, corners and they like a good rookie matchup for Quez Watkins. So that's something to consider overall there. And then uh, going a little bit deeper, Sky Moore, I don't know how much they're going to want to utilize him in this game. Michael Hardman, we know... Uh, out of the Super Bowl, so it's a uh, rough there. So again, it's going to be more committee for the Chiefs and a little bit spread around between all these guys. But I think Brown and Smith both could have monster games together at the same time. It doesn't always happen in the regular season, but that's what you could see from the Eagles and that offense this Super Bowl. All right, so there you have it. There's a look at your running backs and wide receivers, how they stack up against each other here based on the matchups of Super Bowl Fifty Seven. For the Eagles defense, for the Chiefs defense, and their weaponry here, we'll close the show looking at tight ends and defenses, how they work in this game and how effective they can be here to uh, close this additional Lockdown Fantasy Football. First look at Super Bowl 57. Don't worry, we're doing uh, betting props, and we got our great uh, DFS stuff coming as well. Speaking of DFS, our official DFS sponsor here on Lockdown Fantasy Football is Price Picks. It's daily fantasy made easy. You just make entries on Price Picks and. It's just you competing against the player projections available. You're just looking for more or less. Pick two to six players. They score more or less than their price fix projection. You can do it up to 25 times your money in entry. There's no competing against other people. It's just you versus projections available. Price picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. That includes the NFL. We know one more game here this season. NBA NHL, good action there, as well as college basketball as we go from February frenzy to March madness. So good stuff all around there. And, of course, all the soccer you can consume there. So it's a lot of fun. You can get in on it. We'll have our price picks of the week involving Mahomes and Hurts, the receivers and running backs, and all that good stuff here on Friday show. So stay tuned for that. Entries can be made on price picks in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. You can also expect safe and fast withdrawals. And price picks is currently operational in more than 30 states. Canada, download the price picks app or go to pricepicks.com to sign up a daily fantasy sports play. First-time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LOCKEDON. If you deposit $100, PricePix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, PricePix will give you $50. Don't forget to know promo code LOCKEDON and sign up for an instant deposit match worth up to $100. So, excited about uh, PricePix for sure. Check it out on the screen. And again, get that 100% deposit match with the promo code LOCKEDON only from price pick so check that out and uh, take advantage of that deal right now looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories then you got to buy built bar we just got through the holidays and i know my goal is to eat a little healthier and if you're like me where you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise taste man then i've got just the right thing for you you got to try built with built healthy is actually tasty seriously they're so delicious you won't think they're good for you. Perfect for your New Year's resolution that carries from January to February. What makes Bilt Bars so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors such as churro, peanut butter, brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how Bilt does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. What's even better is that they're healthy for you. They're only 130 calories and with only 4 grams of sugar, they're also packed with a whopping 17 grams of protein. Now you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Built Bars at Built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section, and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a 4-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or chocolate puffs. If you're close to Sam's Club, just go in and grab a 13-bar box with flavors that include brownie batter and churro. You can thank me later. So check it out at... 
Built.com or your nearest Sam's Club or Walmart. All right. It is time to close the show here looking at uh, the tight ends and defenses. We know there's only two notable starting tight ends. They're very good here in this game. Travis Kelsey, Dallas Goddard. Let's not overthink this one. Travis Kelsey can do more damage in the middle of the field against the Eagles defense. We know they're nasty on the outside with Slay and Bradbury. Pretty good in the slot with Devontae Maddox. So they're going to look to get Kelsey against a safety or tight end. Uh, I think C.J. Gardner-Johnson, I'd say safety or a linebacker, I should say, to cover the tight end. So that's a possibility. I still think C.J. Gardner-Johnson and Edwards with their ability in the inside still cannot keep up with Kelsey. Now Dallas Goddard in the middle of the field is something that you look at for making some big plays for the Eagles if things are covered. And uh, that's about it. I mean, it's pretty simple here with Kelsey and Goddard. And what we're looking at with Behind them is Noah Gray, and Noah Gray is a, a guy that uh, could make some big plays in 12 personnel. I think that's a good way also to attack the Eagles in this game with uh, two tight end sets that really neutralize maybe their defensive strength here. So when we're looking overall, Jack Stoll would be the backup there for the Eagles, and uh, I don't think you'll see a lot of action from him. Now, in terms of the Eagles' defense and Chiefs' defense, I think you're looking at the Eagles being the better defense, better pass rush. If they're going to have a disruptive game, you could see it really play out here like Super Bowl 55, where the Buccaneers dominated the game 131-9 against Patrick Mahomes. If a team's going to do that in this game, it's going to be the Eagles with their pass rush and turnovers. Finally, we're going to reveal our pick for the game here. The Eagles are one-and-a-half-point favorites as of now on our Sportsbook partner, FanDuel Sportsbook. The over-under is 50-and-a-half. So overall, when you're looking at this game, I think it's going to go over. There's too much offensive firepower in the game. So I'm feeling at this one, Eagles 31 and Chiefs 27 in this one. So should be an exciting Super Bowl. But I do think the Eagles are the better team. Patrick Mahomes is the better overall quarterback. But the Eagles have the defense. They have enough offense to win in this game. So overall, when you're looking at this game, I think you definitely go with the Eagles, again, defense usually beats the MVP. The Eagles have the better overall defense. They're really the better overall team when you start looking all around on offense as well. So I'm going with the Eagles in this one. At that uh, 1.5 spread in their favorite, 50.5 going over. And I do like the score to be 31-27. Thanks again for making Lockdown Fantasy Football your first listen day. We're free and available to you on all platforms here. Subscribe to the Lockdown NFL Podcast and get daily conversation with the biggest NFL stories plus in-depth analysis on the biggest games in NFL key predictions every Friday. Big game prediction this week with the Chiefs and Eagles. And Monday, local insiders cover the weekend with game-to-game episodes. Lockdown NFL available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. For this edition of Lockdown Fantasy Football, breaking down the matchups, the key matchups of Super Bowl 57 between the Chiefs and Eagles has been Vinny Iyer. Stay tuned as we close the week with betting props and DFS advice for the game.